we're doing this in real time. Isn't this fun? Are you bored? I'm in danger. <laughs> this is the Desperate Mothers Podcast. Oh, my. Check out what these desperate mother are up to this week. Welcome to the Desperate Mothers Podcast. I'm CJ Watson. And I'm Jack Fisher. Let's just get right into the tearing down of that Porg video. <laughs> or that Blender guy, the Porg video. Well, I think what we talked about last week worked. You think cutting it down to next to nothing? Well, making it look like it was filmed on uh, a mobile phone. Uh, your Pixel 2, your iPhone X. All right, so it's got the mobile is phone. X or is iPhone 10? I know, huh? Yeah. I think it's X because it went 8, then the X. Okay. Because if there's no 9, then why would you call it a 10? But yeah, that's uh, that's the deal. So cutting it to look like it was filmed using a mobile device. <clears throat> like I said, so many of the set errors were apparent on you know a 4K widescreen shot. Well, that's the entire reason you shoot in 4K, is so that you can crop and edit and block and make it look like something that it wasn't. Well, this definitely looks like something that it wasn't. Now, the takeaway for me in, in editing myself is that since I didn't script this strictly when I did it, when I'm trying to play around with the cuts and edits, they don't flow as smooth because I don't have lines to fall into. Well, you have... I, I think that blender guy already has some signature moves. Yeah. He's got the ridiculous grin that's a cross between, uh, you know, maybe Jack Nicholas and a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. It's like, I try to, he's got this, he's got a cheesy delivery that I find comes too easily to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not comfortable with how easily I drop in it. Like I've been working for months on Jiggly Wiggly's voice. And we haven't even seen and and I'm doing this guy already, and he's just like popping into me. And, it, and I think deep down, it's maybe because I am that blender guy. Yeah, it's it's easier to write about things, you know. It's easier to ad lib the person that you are. <laughs> that cheesy character, that's me. <laughs> put on put on your cheesy game show host kind of demeanor i think we all have that so you found your jim carrey i found my jim you, you just need to sign a big contract and get typecast well, there you go that way i'm just always that blender guy yeah I, i'm the guy I, i'm mr Sharman. now he was way more subtle and subdued than that blender guy <clears throat> so i'm doing that um it really became apparent that i think the next blender guy for for uh in the interest of growth and learning the craft a little bit better, should be a hard scripted episode. That sounds like it might be pushing your limits. Oh yeah, because <laughs> my my lack of scripts overall. How long have we been doing the podcast? We've been doing the podcast uh, three years or so. And I think only once have we ever agreed on topics a week ahead of time. That's true. And it's not like agreeing on topics is even a script. It's just a fantasy of a script. Uh, have you read my scripts from the Groundlings? No. Are, I, are they available? I put them on read? our share. Okay. Did you email me and say, hey, my scripts are here. Come at, look at them. At the time, I told you about them, yes. Was I drinking at the time? I don't make judgment calls. <laughs> See, that was your opening to say, when are you not drinking? That would kind of be making a judgment call, and I'm not going to do that. 
<laughs> Especially if it's something that can be thrown exactly back in my face. Well, so, so yeah, I've got my scripts up there, and I've been told by someone who doesn't know me but was taking money for the class from me that I'm pretty okay. So, you know, if, if you want to see actual scripts that I've written that are supposedly funny. I will try to remember to take a look at them. If you try and remind me to take a look at them, I have a better chance of remembering. So, yeah, I thought a couple of the phrases or lines in that Blender Guy were a little disjointed, but I think the edits, the jump cuts were obvious enough that you know that that's what happened. So what was your final percentage of edited footage to raw footage? How many minutes of raw footage did you start with? We ended up with about 10 minutes, 10%. 10%. Okay, so the the video was almost two minutes long. Mm-hmm. So you started with 20 minutes? 16, 17 minutes. Okay. Um, there was a couple of uh, parts in the video where I read the letter yeah. or the email request, and it just played poorly. I did it a couple of times, and, and when I got one that I liked or when I edited it enough down that I liked, it was still two minutes before I blended anybody. Now, did you consider my idea of the official outtakes reel? Um, I have three Vegas video projects called shortest (laughs) final and uh, long so i can go and re-render those i can even uh render those in their 4k format if we wanted to see the whole thing in its original i mean that would that would just kind of assume that there's a fan base out there that is so enamored with their stuff wants to see so much of their stuff and they're willing to see this the the stuff that we consider bad (laughs) There's a lot of assumptions there. Yeah. Well, I mean, without assumptions, what would life be? It'd well, be... if we didn't if we didn't have assumptions, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> life would be grim and gray. Yeah, our Russian traffic has dropped considerably since uh la- since since Trump has been elected president, so I I don't know. I think maybe uh, people in the um, Internet Research Agency were actually listening to us. Mm. For those playing at home, the Internet Research Agency is owned by one of the Russians that were indicted by um, the probe, Mueller, Mueller, Mueller. Anyone? (laughs) I don't know why I didn't think of that before. Mueller. Man, if if I were like a senator or someone in the house and, and I was like doing uh, the hearings, I would just say that for fun. Because how often do you get to make fun of somebody that powerful? That's why people become politicians, so they can make fun of people that are genuinely more powerful than themselves. Well, you know, he, you make me think of Al Franken, and I'm a little sad that he's no longer in the Senate. Yeah, uh, the the girl sexual harassment thing that got the ball rolling, I didn't think a whole lot of. But when other people came out and said that, you know, the inappropriateness went into maybe his offstage life. Yeah. That's usually something to be concerned about. You know, that does make me sad because uh, I've always been a huge Al Franken fan. I've been watching Saturday Night Live since I was in... Since I was in uh, first grade, since I was a little kid, I was I was sneaking up with my friends to watch it late at night, even if we didn't understand all the jokes, you know? I mean, I have actually watched Saturday Night Live since the first season. I cannot say that, but I, you know, I remember the classics, um, uh, John Belushi and the... Silly news people and do you watch Saturday Night Live now? No, I I'm not sure why. Well, it's on late, 
yeah, on a Saturday, and chances you know, are... We you... have DVRs. Uh, time, you know, we've got streaming, we've got DVRs. The time a show airs is really not important anymore. Not these... Well, you know, no, it's not. <clears throat> um, and we look at time shift recording and all that fun stuff, and I find myself in the car when I'm listening to the radio. I'll pick up, like, some some little piece of information i'll be like oh i want to hear all of that and i'll go press rewind on the radio <clears throat> my radio don't got time shift recording well there are radios in cars that do have that yeah but it requires them to have a uh hard drive in them or some or, or memory some form of memory and uh and it requires that you be driving a car that was built more recently than two decades ago yeah well you know I've got a wife and budgetary things that preclude that. <laughs> My car turns 20 this year. We're going to have a party. I'll invite you. <laughs> well, I mean, the real party is going to be when your truck turns 21. <laughs> Death proof will be legal. <laughs> get, your car will be able to legally drink. I'll get all up in that shit. <laughs> we'll go straight for the ethanol. I've, you know, I've seen those videos, too, of people that love their cars. Yeah. That's, uh, I hope that's not where you're going. No, no, no. The exhaust pipe is too big anyway. <laughs> like a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> so, overall, what did you think of... Uh... For the minute and 40 seconds it was running, uh, I had several good laughs. Okay. but But is it because it's me... A lot of people that I talk to already are like, that's just because we know you. It's funny to see you doing that. Well, I, I think the people that know you just want to see you get hurt. Hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit of it is that. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think there are some really funny moments from it. Um, you know, when the craft starts filling up with thick black smoke and <laughs> you know it almost looks like you did some um uh, some special effects where you added some some smoke to it but no that's that's actual it's called danger that's, there's actual danger there well you could call it a practical effect sure the fact that you practically killed yourself and set your house on fire <laughs> i was looking at that when i was doing it i was thinking is this is this how i die <laughs> That would be funny, but nobody would upload this if I die doing this. Yeah, the you know the question there is, uh, would the the memory cards survive the fire? Right. And would, would there be any record of what you were doing? How did I? I don't know. It looked like he was making a shake or smoothie or something with his pet toy. It must have fallen in after the fire started. So yeah, there's that video up. We'll see. And it being, you know, a minute, minute 50 seconds, minute 49 seconds is what I clocked. I got a chance to get the full theme song in there right in the middle, right over the blending area too. That way, you know, we'll, we'll get that theme song heard. So YouTube is clocking it at a minute and 40 seconds. Okay. So we'll see. I mean, maybe I'll just need more videos like that. We need a lot more short videos. I'm really, uh... I'm not, I was going to say, not so much as a crossroad in my head, I was thinking. I'm really at a point where I have to, a crossroad, yeah, I guess a crossroad would be accurate if, like, the path as normal versus the productive one, <laughs> you know, I've got to veer off into into the productive one, and, and I'm going to learn and become a lot better by making a lot more of these bad, that Blender Guy videos than I am about talking about them and never making them. You know, I've got to say, I have learned so much off the first two. And after making videos for my own vlog channel for like a couple of years, I thought, oh, how much do I really have to learn, right? But a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, I mean, your your vlog channel uh, takes little to no setup. It's just I mean, talking head video. You're sitting in front of, is it a webcam? Are you actually setting up a... I, I'm using my cameras. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a big difference between what you're doing with that Blender guy and in your vlog. I mean, 
minimal lighting. Uh, I assume as long as you can see yourself in the camera, you're relatively happy. Yeah, sadly. Maybe even happier if if you can't really see yourself. <laughs> yeah, like to date, I mean, on my vlog channel, my, my most popular video is building this Chinese power rack. Mm-hmm. Well, when people, you know, do searches for stuff they care about. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to start buying stuff and talking about it because <laughs> it's the only way we're going to get. The, the good news is that the Desperate Mothers YouTube video channel, um, we have a fair amount of videos now. I'm not certain exactly how many it is. I think it's only like 18 or something like that. Yeah, but um, you have something you can point to now. You know, you have something that if you went to a con and you showed off, um, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I would really like us to get to the point where we have so many of the characters up, so many of the sketches up, that way we can run a loop reel for 20 minutes to an hour and not have the same thing playing over and over. Actually, I know, if you if you time the way people walk by, you want one loop reel going, which gives you the highlights of all your stuff in like 30 to 60 seconds. The time it takes to walk from one end of the table to the other politely. <laughs> Grab some free shit that we're going to give you. Look at our videos. Hopefully you come watch it when you, when you get back to your room. You know, um, you definitely have enough video right now to to loop for 20 minutes. I mean, even if you only took a minute out of each video. Um, Some of those videos should only be a minute long. <laughs> I've said that for a long time. <laughs> I mean, the cocktail videos, the juicer videos, those are all hilarious at two to three minutes long. At the 45 minutes they are, it's not so good. That's why you need to hone your craft of editing. I need to go grab those videos. Not at work. (laughs) 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 And chop them up. Yes. Give them the the poor cutest treatment. Because what we do in those videos is actually pretty funny and cool. The fact that we we talk about it, we open the package, we set the juicer up, we get the bottles out, we juice the things, we put them together, and then we drink them. That's great as a podcast. That's great as a live stream. You're never going to go re- back and rewatch all that. You want just the highlight. I, I think especially when people are looking for comedy. Um, unless, you know, you're looking for... Um, a comedy concert video or a comedy full-length feature. So opening the Hostess apple pie packages and putting them in a juicer is not as not as funny as seeing us juice, add the alcohol, drink it, and react. I would agree. <laughs> and what does a porg have to say? There we go. I, I'm actually really interested in seeing uh, the Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. Um, I like the actress. Well, it looks like a faithful representation of the video game. Of course, the internet trolls are bitching because her boobs aren't big enough. Oh, my God. Because in their mind, that's the only thing that mattered about the video game. That's Russian trolls. Probably. The Russian trolls are trying to divide American audiences into the Laura Croft's boobs aren't big enough camp and the Laura Croft's boobs are perfect for an athletic adventurous camp. Yeah, and, you know, the fact that she, like, put on 14 pounds of muscle Muscle. mass and uh, trained in... Martial arts and boxing and MMA. I, I saw her on like the Jimmy Fallon show, and she looks fit as heck. Yeah, she looks like she could do the stuff that Laura Croft does. Yeah, you usually don't have a set of double D's and that that curvy figure and be able to pull yourself up off the ledge on a uh, the face of a cliff. Yeah the the fact is that. Um, low body fat equals small boobs. 
because boobs are made of fat. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I haven't really been following the Laura Croft boob controversy. Um, you know, I was just glancing through some of my my news feeds today, and I noticed something about uh, trolls complaining because her boobs weren't big enough. Huh. And, of course, I saw the word boobs, and I had to read it. Boobs. I don't know. One of my favorite Saturday Night Live sketches ever was the killer Christmas trees. I do not remember that. It was along the same vein as the land shark. Or a land shark. Yep. A shark was on land because of Jaws. And he would he would surprise attack people and eat them. Mm-hmm. Well, it was Christmas time, and, and Christmas trees were coming to life and murdering people. It sounds terrifying and funny. It was hilarious. And the real hilarious part of it was when somebody was murdered by a Christmas tree, Christmas tree would come up, stalk them, come up behind them, and they would yank this cord off their side that would then make this pine branch pop up right in front of them <laughs> as if they were impaled by the Christmas tree. <laughs> It was so low-tech and cheesy and hilarious. But, you know, that's where the magic of practical effects come in. Because um, as long as you can do a reasonable job of hiding that wire, it can look so effective. The super basomatic. Now he's... Of course, during that whole bit, the audience is just waiting for him to drink it, drink it, drink, it, drink uh, the yeah. fish. Maybe at some point that that's that also feeds my uh, fatuation, infatuation with the blender. Seeing that as I grow up, seeing um, the blend tech doing the will it blend, you know, putting iPads and telephones and whatever in the blender. So. I can't say that I've ever watched the uh, people blending the iPhones and the and whatever. Um, but after seeing the horrific results of blending a porg, I, I can't imagine that it ended well. Yeah, they don't seem to have a hard time with things as I do with you know an elf on the shelf or a porg. Like, I'm thinking maybe they're setting up things. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking maybe they do stuff like take the battery out before they put it in. Um, yeah, I, I think I just think I haven't blended enough stuff yet. I'm not a blender expert yet. I need to blend more <laughs> non-traditional things. See, I mean, in an obvious inspiration from uh, Bassomatic, you talked about goldfish. I did talk about goldfish. Yeah, so... Let's talk about what is next for that blender guy. Where, where do you go from the the porg debacle? Well, I don't know. I think these things kind of like set themselves up. You know, Star Wars came out. Star Wars is a cultural phenomenon. Porgs were huge in this last movie. Blending a porg was an obvious um, event would have been a little bit more obvious if you'd done it like, you know, during the height of the sensation around the latest Star Wars movie. True. You could argue that, you know, you're leading into the sensational buildup for the next Star Wars movie. Right. Hopefully there's porg in it. <laughs> yeah, I I can't see them uh, pulling a porg out of their ass for, for Solo. Oh, it's true. Han Solo movie. So, in in uh, in uh, deference and in celebration of the Han Solo movie, you blend stick uh, a, a sheet of red Solo cups into a blender. You blend one Solo cup. Yeah, you're gonna have to work on that concept. <laughs> I can't blend a giant mech for a Pacific Rim. 
you could tie in to the Jaeger. Blend a bottle of Jaegermeister? Sounds dangerous. It depends on what you blend it with. Well, you, you, you blend the bottle and the blender. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I, I, I don't think you fully grasp the idea of shrapnel yet. Deadpool 2 I'm excited about. Deadpool 2. Um, Definitely there for that. There's Solo, Jurassic World. Um, Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8? And all girl Is versions of Ocean's 11. Uh, okay. Hmm. You're not allowed to not like it. <laughs> Who are the 8? I don't know. But you're simply not allowed to not like it, says the girls. Incredibles 2... No, I'm definitely there for Incredibles. Ant-Man and the Wasp I'm excited about. Yeah. Got Infinity War coming up. Is DC got anything in the pipe? For this year? Yeah. Is that Aquaman was next? Okay. Yeah, Aquaman's supposed to be out this year. Seems like they're, they haven't been keeping the same pace as Marvel. No, because... They- <laughs> Well, you know, the DC openings haven't been on Marvel's level. So when they get one that has a poor return on investment, they start thinking they have to rewrite their whole DC Universe release dates and movies. So from a business perspective, sometimes you just have to let the chips fall let the dice ride something like that yeah let, let let the chips fall where they may and run with your stuff and hopefully you got a strong product but the the thing with the dc movies is they haven't had a strong product you know um the climactic battles have all been in a gray goopy kind of mishmash special effects green room whereas i maintain over and over and over again with the avengers the climactic fights have been in cities each time right yeah the climactic fight of uh, avengers one was actually new york city it wasn't in a gray hodgepodge of clouds and goo and special effects nowhere land and then Avengers 2 was also in a city. In a city, under a city. But the thing is, they were supposed to be interacting with something that you and I interact with all the time, the city. Now, Justice League's climactic battle happened in a crazy special effects utopia created by Steppenwolf. The sky was a different color. There was different color stuff happening there. It just looked like straight out of a psychedelic LSD tripping video game. And Superman V Batman V Superman happened at night in a isolated island port area where they fought Doomsday, so it looked like gray mush again. After a very bizarre psychedelic uh, mushroom induced bat dream. And then <laughs> which was the best part of the movie, right? And then Wonder Woman's climactic battle took place in an overcast, darkened sky, air base. So they're taking the the Dark Knight too far. Well, literally. Yeah. Dark Knight don't have to fight in the dark of the night. They need some more unicorn poop. Whereas DC man, needs more un- unicorn I poop. don't know why DC has to block out the sunlight to have a climactic battle. They did it with Superman, Man of Steel. They did it with a lot of things. They're in New York. General Zod is attacking the planet with the world changers, with the, with the world engine. And the skies become darkened. There's no sun. That instantly reduces the concept of depth. You know, the best battle in Star in Man of Steel was in the little small town with the army and General Zod and 
the other characters because they were in a small town. So we'll see if DC ever gets it, if if they ever get that for these heroes to feel larger than life, you have to put them in real life. By contrast, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 special effects battle at the end of the movie... Well, it was on a psychedelic LSD type it's world. Psychedelic, but it was definitely not dark and gray. And they gave it a, a, a physicality that the DC universe didn't seem to have. You know, they were in the, they were in the ego planet. They were on the ego planet. They had to flee from the ego planet. And it wasn't just let's jump on a ship and defy gravity. It was like. We physically have to run, get on this ship, and get off this planet before this planetary character devours us all. There was um, suspense. There was, like I always say, a physicality. What always got me as a moviegoer and and somebody who wants to make movies is I want to put the camera on the ground sometimes so I always feel that depth. I always feel how, how heavy somebody is when they're walking on that earth. You know, I tap the table walking on that earth gives them a sense of heaviness real weight and you're sure it's not because you like upskirts no no the camera's never going up it might be my shoe fetish well i'm not saying your skirt yeah because you you generally don't wear that in front of a camera but so what i'm saying is there there's a sense of portraying the weight and, and the physics of the world they live in. You can but, call it gravity. There's a sense of gravity. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in the Isaac Newton... No, that's why I didn't go there, but yeah, I, I get you. You know, there needs to be that sense. If you don't have it, if you're like the Superman that floats without any effort, how do I know you're just not in a video game? How does he stay afloat? Is, is it constant flatulence is it air sacs does he have buoyancy sacs in his glutes what what is it it's the superman testicle buoyancy sacs he has a buoyancy sack his testicles defy gravity little anti-gravity testicles yeah, yeah. in his nuts <laughs> Now, compare that to Black Panther. Okay. So, you're grousing on dark and gray. Okay, so... How does Black Panther fit into the colorscape? Not not to imply that... Oh, not not to use color in the racist, white, privileged kind of way. (laughs) Black Panther hit everything pretty good. It's especially the physicality with the with the driving the car. They had chase scenes of Black Panther. What other superhero needs to have chase scenes in a car, right? The one bad scene in Black Panther was when the Black Panther and um, what's his face were falling down into the mining area. Yeah, that really felt like bad video game stuff. I, I haven't seen a fight that poorly since the old Spider Man movies. So you're not not a fan of the Gandalf the Grey plunging and fighting the Balrog? Yeah, but this was done worse. (laughs) You know, it's really hard to have a fist fight when you're falling. When you're falling, you are at at gravity's whim. You, You are the subject of gravity. You are doing what gravity tells you. You are not able to twist your body and give somebody a right roundhouse punch and then maneuver into another position. You can maneuver somewhat yourself, but traveling any distance in that, that's strictly between you and the laws of nature. Well, when you're in free fall, you effectively are weightless. You're, especially once you reach um, terminal velocity, mm-hmm. the the resistance of the air is pushing up at the same force that gravity is pulling down on you. 
because you don't accelerate from that point. If gravity was pulling harder, you would continue to accelerate. But mm-hmm. you reach terminal velocity because the air friction matches the pull of gravity. But that doesn't mean you don't feel anything anymore. You, you feel like you're being buffeted. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're being buffeted by wind, but you definitely have the sense of weightlessness. And the effect of two people free-falling and trying to fight each other would be almost exactly like two people trying to fight each other in space. When you tried to throw a punch, any of the inertia of uh, any of the energy that you generated as you're trying to throw a punch uh, counterclockwise would cause your body to rotate in in an equal uh, magnitude clockwise. And it, this sounds person, like we need to do like an MMA on board those uh, zero G flights. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm. I would be totally down with. Uh, you know, I really should look into the zero G flights because there are a couple of places that do them, and they're not that expensive. Well, um, well, there's. I've looked into them. They're, because, they're, they're thousands of dollars. But. Yeah, I've looked into them in the interest of like doing it on the podcast. Yeah. And it's about five grand a person. Yeah. I consider that reasonable. Well, if we can get the podcast to pay for it, that would be great. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, for my 60th birthday or something, maybe I'll spring $5,000 to get a weightless uh, 30 zero. second uh, zero G. Well, you actually get several minutes. Yes, because like each one lasts thirty seconds. The continuous zero g is uh, a, uh, typically about thirty seconds. I think they give you as many as twelve or seventeen loops. I don't know how many they give you, but um, it would I, be something to film for the podcast. It would, it would be good for the podcast. It would be good for me. Fuck the podcast. Uh, then you could try to punch in weightlessness and see how that feels. That would be awesome. Now. Most of the time they have safety handlers that are there uh, that are trying really hard to keep you from hurting yourself. We just have to tell them that that's not the goal. <laughs> if the cameras are rolling, it's okay if CJ hurts himself. Yes. In as fact, everybody can the, actively try to hurt as CJ. As long as the camera captures it. We just have to make sure that we have enough cameras. Has anybody and bled in zero G? And it, people actually remember to turn the fucking camera on. Yeah, well, we'll hire professionals. <laughs> I think they film it. it. If we can get to the point where we can afford to blow 5000 for a zero-G plane ride, uh, yeah, maybe we can afford cameramen. Yeah, because that, be, that would be ridiculous. But then you can try to punch. The deal is when, when Black Panther's falling and he's doing and they're fighting, I mean... It looked like a video game, though. It yeah. looked like a video game. Yeah. You You can't do that. It, it it breaks so many laws of physics. So so what gem do you think? Do you think they have the last Infinity Stone in Wakanda? Uh, is the meteor uh, at its core? Is there a, an Infinity Stone? That's the fan ruckus. Yeah. But I enjoyed Black Panther. I always enjoyed Black Panther. Um, I've got a thing for my uh, (laughs) African-American superheroes. Mm. Um, I guess he's not really African-American. He's not like Luke Cage. Uh, He's Wakandan. Yeah, he's Wakandan. If anything, you know, his brother was African-American. An African-American convert. Or was it his uncle? Uh, that was his uncle. It was his dad's was brother. Uncle. Yeah, it was his dad's brother. His uncle was African American. By by choice. Yeah, he he was Wakandan American. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have Wakandan American? Can I put that in the podcast? Wakandan American was was, was to, I think you to, just coined a new phrase. Was T'Challa's uncle Wakandan American? <laughs> Leave comments below. I'm going to go with Wakandan American. He died. He died for his African American brothers. He was so Wakandan American. He he was saying he was telling T'Chaka, 
that you cannot keep this technology for yourself. We need to free our dark-skinned brothers outside of Wakanda. It's it's not fair to the repressed, repressed people of the world. And why are they repressed? Because of the color of their skin? We've got to show these uppity whites, these, <laughs> these colonizers, right? Colon- colonizers, right, that they were called? Uh, colonialist? Colonial? Colonizers. I don't recall. Anyways, I mean, it's pretty accurate, especially when you think all these white people come from British countries and they were colonials. Where do the white people come from? The little island over there. They got all uppity and shit. And decided they own everything. Well, yeah. Um, but Black Panther had some good outdoor battle scenes. That they did. The outdoor battle scenes were pretty good. The technology, though, tended to be a little distracting, gravity-defying. Yeah. <laughs> If you're going to hover around, I just really have a problem with defying gravity, you know, because, it, it, again, it takes the whole physicality out of it. You know, once you start floating around, what are you? What are you about? Well, you could be Stephen Strange, who's using... Magic mumbo-jumbo. Mysterious mumbo-jumbo. Well, there's a whole another. You could be Thor, Israel. who is also mumbo jumbo, turning his hammer into a little helicopter. You could be Iron Man, who is uh, has repulsor jets in his hands and feet. Yeah, Tony Stark's Tony Stark's technology is as magical as Thor's. Pretty much, I get it. I get it. But you guys sell me on it. You can't just tell me a 14-year-old girl is making all the Wakandan magic. Because then I have to watch it with a sense of a suspension of disbelief. And how am I going to reconcile this with Spider-Man who still needs to manufacture web shooters? Now, not every storyline of Spider-Man had those as mechanical devices. They didn't. When, when, when Peter got the alien symbiote that later became Venom... He was able to make web at webbing at at will, which was one of the most awesome things ever. Because you don't want to run out of little webbing packs. Yeah, yeah, those cartridges were pretty effective, but uh, always a good plot line when uh, he conveniently ran out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh man, the story could have kept going on, but Peter went, ran out of webbing. So I get it, I get it, but. Ugh, superhero movies, man. It's just like, why is one science good and one science bad, one magic good and one magic bad, and it's all mumbo-jumbo anyway. It's how they sell you on it. This is all going to have to be edited out, but quantum mechanics is where you have the single most successful theory in making predictions. It's been incredibly accurate at making predictions, but the shit that it predicts is fucking bad shit crazy. It's yeah, Doctor Strange short of bat, bat shit crazy. Fucking magic. And it predicts things very, very accurately. So what you need to do is, in the intro, just edit in a couple of sentences or two from the stupid philosophical discussions that we have to like trick people or make them believe that maybe we go into depth in this later in the podcast <laughs> just be a total red herring right right instead of us looking to wrap it up and say man what should the next that blunder guys video be well are you going to repeat the pork are you going to do? I'm not going to do the same pour. Part do do do. I, I don't know. I'm not going to do the same pour. This pour is for a jiggly video. Yeah. Okay. Now, I do maintain that a big part of this was 
your pork was just way too big. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't know of any other animatronic porks that could fit in that blender. Maybe I need to have a custom blender jar made <laughs> so I could put giant things in it. Now, in the in the blender videos where people blended iPhones and stuff like that, um, how closely have you watched those? Oh, no, they, they totally look edited. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is not the same static shot that I get where it's just like whatever. Where it's just like, we're doing this in real time. Isn't this fun? Are you bored? I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> You're just watching this the way some people watch uh, Demolition Derby. You just want to see somebody get hurt. So... What I what I didn't see in the video was um, you need to do some captioning. You know, you're totally right. I was thinking about when I was doing it. It takes such a long time to do that stuff. But when you pop words up, like when I've done it with some of, the, yeah. some of our videos, it makes it so much funnier. When you pop up, um, I was genuinely... Genuinely in fear of my life, you know that. <laughs> Look, smoke. <laughs> the smoke is real. That is not effects. Uh, you know, you need to have a couple of uh, little bullets like that pop up during mm-hmm. the video, um, and you know maybe that's something that you throw into the outtake video, um, or the longer version. The longer version. The, where, the, where, I, where I run the with five minute version where where I t- read the whole like request letter out beforehand and have the outro sure. where I'm playing with it and then, so I have the longer version. This this was the mobile version. This was uh the Facebook was, video version. Um it was the teaser version. You were teasing what was going on. But yeah, that's something I could work on. I could I could work on the the 3 minute video where they have pop-ups and pop-ups and a little bit of uh, look smoke. Caffeine. I think that's toxic. <laughs> I hope I didn't breathe that. Real toxic smoke. <laughs> Never submitted for uh, safety analysis. Have subtitles under here when the porg is saying stuff like this. <laughs> you have a little subtitle pop-up that says he's saying, "Help me, help me, you fool! Don't put me in this blender. I curse you." I, why did you put him in feet first? It it seemed like a natural to me that he should have gone in head first. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm stupid. The the head first you would have had uh seconds more of video before the blades impacted anything substantial and dangerous. Well at the end there, I tried put him in head first, but the blender was done. <laughs> Yeah, but at that point, you lifted the lid and allowed all the toxic fumes to fill your kitchen. Yes. <laughs> and your lungs. Yeah, it smelled pretty bad. That's a, the batteries blended up real good. Wow. They were unrecognizable at the end. So it was like three AA batteries that were exploded. Were they this same sort of battery? They were that battery, yeah. Is alkaline? Is it? Uh, That's the other one. The zinc. Zinc. Ooh. <laughs> really? This battery? Yeah. Okay. Zinc chloride. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just uh, make sure that you maintain continuous health insurance. <laughs> Because they could use that video as uh, evidence of a pre-existing condition. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why there was a considerable breath holding around. <laughs> Exhale, turn away. <laughs> All okay. right. So, so the next video, I was thinking, I don't know what does the blender uh, that blender guy do next. I was thinking it might be funny to just do a hundred ping pong balls. Drop them in through the top chute and watch them explode inside. You know, once you set up the cameras and the lights, um, try it. Shoot it. If you don't like it, throw it away. Right. 
I can't use food in that blender anymore. <laughs> well, not food that you're going to eat. Right. You could put a porg stuffed with the chicken entrails in there. I could, if... As long as you weren't planning on eating uh, the puree that resulted. No, no, that would not be good. Wouldn't it be really sick and disgusting to take the carcasses of a few different birds and try to <laughs> make a yes, porg look... That would be sick and disgusting. Like a taxidermist? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I should cut that out because that was really gross. <laughs> Chicken entrails purchased from your butcher. That's what you need to stuff the uh, the elf or the porg or... Well, we should take comments from listeners, you know. Yeah. What should that blender guy blend next? Okay. This is your opportunity to, to affect the course of the show. At least that blender guy. Yeah. At the moment, that's the only uh, the only sketches we got yeah. going. Yeah. So, if you have any ideas of what we should be in next on that blender guy, leave them in the comments below, or do leave them in the comments of any of those uh, that blender guy videos, especially the pork one. And as always, like and subscribe. Click like, subscribe, leave a comment, uh, leave a review on iTunes, so we can help get our downloads up. Did you just ask our listeners to help you get it up? I did. I need all the help I can get. So with that, I want to thank everybody for listening. And remember, click like, subscribe on the YouTube channels. Um, Leave comments on the iTunes. And until next week, I'm CJ Watson. And I am Jack Fisher. Hop on. Hop on.